My voice is basically non-existing, as you could hear, <laughs> and it's getting uh, more challenged. But the drama Yaitzim and Aleiv that I have for the Menayel, Rangazunt, I traveled more than once and more than twice, probably three times, just to speak, just for the yeshiva. I would do it again, but my time is limited. But certainly when I'm here, let me tell you what Rabbi Willa means to me on a personal level, is total devotion for your chinuch is something that is just bursting forth at all times, winter, summer. Like the Mara says about the Manal, the, the of Shilas it was that even though he's not with his Talmudim, but Daitan Allah, he's always thinking of them. And Rashi Lehelfin, that this is uh, new to me. Yeah. And I was told in the car that there's a big, beautiful base Medrash, hopefully soon. Not Yeshmachal Achazman, but the Kar of Taka. But until then, Avadi Hatzlacha continues, and he should continue to have. Imagine you hear someone who discovered a cure for Yenamachla. How what a hero he would be. Or maybe more so, maybe someone that has a, a medical miracle that heals all sicknesses. Not just Yenamach. And you're so excited. How many people you know on the on the Choyla list? You want to run to them and just, you know, get information. And you hear, to your terrible disappointment, that he is not giving it to anybody. It works. It's, it's the government approved it. But he's not giving it to anybody. <clears throat> now from a hero... He becomes a great sayach, a raidif, I don't know what you would call him. You could heal so many people and you don't give it out. But this is not a marshal. This was a reality, Lachaira. Mercies and Brachis, Daf Yud, Amabez, Chizkiah Melech had a miraculous safe refuah. And Rashi and the Rajba, I could tell you a whole list of Rashainim. It says it wasn't the, an Indian witchcraft type of, uh, you know, a fool. It was real, and it worked wonders. And he took it, and he buried it forever. And the Chazal very much agreed with his action. 
How do you explain that? We, we think as a raidif. How could he do such a thing? So Rashi says, well, because people weren't davening. But you know, davening is important, but to do that, you know, someone faints, so first you call Latsala, and then you daven. But you don't just, you know, take something as valuable as that and bury it. So let me share with you what I think the message is. I know a Yid Zayn Gesund, an extremely wealthy person. I know him since he's a child. And occasionally I meet him, we talk a little bit. He says, you know, I had a very disappointing uh, conversation with somebody. It seems that someone asked him, point blank, how he made it. Now, this person is a big Baal but he's not a big Baal that's a nice way of saying he's below average. And he made it big. So someone asked him point blank, how'd you make it? So I'll tell you the truth, he's told me. I told this fellow, since I'm a kid, I had a dream of becoming a Gavir. That was my dream in life. A day did not go by that I didn't dive in that I should become a Gavir. That's why I became a Gavir. That's why I made it. So he said, the person says, come on, tell me the truth, how'd you make it? He said, I was so disappointed. I told a Maimon ben Maimon, a Chara from a Yid, that I made it because I davened. And he didn't believe me. But Bachem, let me ask you a question. Do you believe it? Do you believe in this world that has glorified Koychiva Oitzim Yadi. There's a person, Zosain Gazunt, who's doing Nefloyis Gedoilis, made it to what he did because he davened, because he understood the oldest truth, what the Chinuch writes, when he speaks about the mitzvah of Tefillah. Tefillah is like the Chinuch, really doesn't make sense, because the person knows what you need. So why do we have to daven? says the Chinuch, because the Barishtam designed this world and programmed this world that to get something, you have to deserve it. You have to do a pu'ula. And that is what tefillah is all about. The Barishtam has your needs. He knows your needs. But without tefillah, there won't be the schus to get what you need. even though if you deserve it. And maybe as it's meaning to what we learn in Sech the Bavakama, the Arabavas Nazikin, Mave, Ze Odom. Mave is a person. Odma Mazik. Okay, why? Imtiboyim boyus, says the Gemara, Tarshim Apostolic in Tanakh, if he'll daven from Mashiach, then the Gula will come. So Masha says, that's why you call Mave Odom, because in one place it talks about a person being a Mespalo. We find a lot about a person. But maybe the Pshat is 
literally. A person is a mispalo by his very nature because a person has needs by his very nature. And there are 19 brachas in Shemayin The bulk of them are bakashas, of things that we need. And someone says to me, what do I have to dive in every single day? Doesn't the Barsham know what I need? Do I have to remind him? I said, no. You have to remind yourself what you need. Because without the tefillah, it won't work. He says, by him was the ployim ayoyist gedoyla. Greatest pella is that Ben Taira knows that his atzlocha in learning is in the atachayning or in the avaraba or both. And the biggest pella is he doesn't utilize every atachayning in Shmanesra. And that's something he can't understand. Bircham was a big Balkishrin. And I, I'm, I'm not. I know the secret. Because he wasn't trained that the Atechoinein is his expression of Mavaze Odom regarding learning. He wasn't taught what the Gemara says in Masech Nida. The Gemara asks the question that every yearning Ben Torah asks. Mayasa Odom V'yechkam how does a person zoicha to atzlach entire? Somebody says, what do you mean? Yar b'v'yeshiva. Gotta learn. The heiligas mada. Frank the Gemara, the painful question. But harbu asakein b'lai ilum. A lot of us meet them in the yeshiva. And we don't see much of them developing. Satimara, because Habalai The Tanai Koidin Lamaisa Vatslachan Tairam is those tears in Atakhainain. In those tears in Avaraba. You know it's unbelievable. Rashi explains the Gemara, my Kamashbalan, Habalasagi. Ashes my kamashbalon. If it's all tali and tefila, so why do you have to harva? Rashi had a havamina that so much of atzlach and Torah is a tefila that almost makes the the hilgasmada secondary. Kamashbalon, you need both. Mavazeodam. Maybe David Amelok's words bring out a reality. I need tefillah. I am the product of my tefillah. If I daven for Atzlach and Torah, I'll have it. You know, one of the most incredible inspirations in our times is the great Shevet Alevi, Rav Shmuel Vazna, Zechayinu Levracha, person that, that his chuvas are mind-boggling. I mean, one after the other, in, in, in all the tzayas of Torah, his chuvas, his lamdas, chumish, drush, drushes, volumes of svarim, 
And he, and I saw a transcript of his Zehelige words, was very challenged scholastically. He was a very shvach kishrin. He came to Chachmilbin with a tremendous yearning to succeed, but he, he failed the Faher, and they told him to go home. Someone interceded, begged it and hold to keep him. They kept him for 30 days, trial period. They sent him home. Again, someone else interceded. And it came Rav Ozna. Sounds like a fairy tale, right? But I saw the exact wording. He says, because he never stopped davening. Now that doesn't make sense. Because you get an A-plus in tefillah, but how did that change your, your mental grasp? Tell, us, tell, tell a professor, this person has a, a weak mind, but he prays a lot. I'll say, that make, doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense he prays a lot, but what's up to do anything? Maybe that's pshat. In the chukkaisai teilechu, Torah is called a chayk, like the Rechaim HaKadosh. Torah is the most delicious thing on planet Earth. What's the chayk about it? Chayk means something without time. Maybe that slach of Torah is a chayk. Besides the Helig Asmada, it has to be the Helig Tefillah. I need tefillah. It's very literal. But there's a flip side of it. I need tefillah means I will be what I daven. And chalila, I won't be if I don't daven. We're going to lay talk in this week's parasha. Moshe Beinu was called for the big job, take the United Mitzrayim, but he refused. He had a speech defect. Right, so don't worry, you could do it. And he goes. So the Ramban, in a few words, wonders the end of the, this week's parasha. So why did he struggle with that impediment? Why did Barsham heal him? Much easier to be a spokesman if you're not a talk properly. So the Ramban says, since he didn't daven, the Barsham couldn't heal him. So I understood, even the Helga Moshe Rabbeinu, I need tefillah what you daven, hopefully you'll get. But if he doesn't daven, it can't work. Because that's the, the Chinuch's basic understanding of the way the world was programmed. If you ask for something, hopefully you'll get it. But if he doesn't ask for something, he doesn't get it. And I always like to think of this example, which is real. Chana was in a terrible predicament. Chana had no children. Or maybe worse yet, no, no physical ability to have a child. But she had hope. Because she had a husband, a Kana, a great tzaddik. And, you know, you feel close to the God Ladar, he'll take care of me. Our husband. And one bright morning, Akana tells her in no uncertain terms, I'm as good as to you as ten children. In other words, let's just, you know, forget about it. You know, I'll be like your ch- ten children. Let's live let's life goes on. 
What would the average woman do when you're told that veiled message that it's hopeless by your husband, the God Lador? No, it's hopeless, it's hopeless. But you see, Hannah was not the average woman. Hannah knew Ayid is never helpless, Ayid is never hopeless. And Hannah davened. And why did she daven? Because Chana's tefillah is the basis of Hilchah's tefillah, Mechech the Brachis. And Chana's tefillah is the story that we learn about the first day of Rosh Hashanah. And Chana's tefillah bore someone that whatever it means, Shmuel, that was shakul connected to Moshe Whatever that means. I need tefillah. But you know what? I always think about what would have been if Chana wouldn't have davened? What would have been if Chana would have been, quote, more realistic? I have no doubt about it. There wouldn't be a tefillah Chana. There wouldn't be a Shmuel Anavi. And there wouldn't be that source of chizik for so many helpless people, I'm Rosh Hashanah, I need it most, that Ayid has to know he's never alone. Ayid is never helpless. Ayid is never hopeless. Ayid is the essence of Anit Filah. It's amazing. A, a chunk of our history, of our Torah, would be non-existent if a person didn't believe in the Kayach of Tefillah. Imagine a few years ago, you were still Zaycha, you hopped on a plane, you went there to Yisrael, and you went to Abchayim, can you ask you for a bracha? So you probably know Abchayim's brachas were getting smaller and smaller, and reduced to a buah, which I'm pronouncing it right, but a be'erach. Buah is bracha batzlacha. So it's worth it, of course. But let's say you go once, and he looks at you, and he looks at you again, make sure you got the right guy. You're going to be an ishmatzliach. Have a nice day. You wouldn't walk out of the room, you'd fly out of the room. Fly straight to, to America. Such a bracha, ishmatzliach. What does it mean, ishmatzliach? Does anybody know we, we find the Torah? Chaim didn't make up statements. Everything was Torah. Who in the Torah was an Ishmat Sliach? So we learned it not long ago. Ahi Hashem is Yosef. Ahi Ishmat Sliach. Why was Yosef the quintessential Ishmat Sliach? What made Yosef the Ishmat Sliach? Not just Hatzlacha, but Ishmat Sliach. So what I think Pashib Shad is, his master It was so obvious that even his master understood. But what was the secret of his success? So if you look in the Medjishtan Chuma on this Pasik, he asked the obvious question. 
ויער אדינוב כי השם איתוי. פטיף הראש אסור, דבר שם מוזוויף יויסף. איסור גילוי השכנה? מה זה אמין? says the Medjish, and this is presumably Pashat Shah and the Chumash, Yosef had a habit, had a minig, is the right word, that whenever he did something, he davened. A tefillah k'sar. Everything he did, he davened. I guess Yosef was an issue. Maspalo. And he was working in the house of Patifa, and he had to make Patifa sapla. So he got... He had to make daven, she came out good, you know, sometimes it flops. And he's cleaning the floor, and whatever he's doing, he's davening. So Batifa suspected that this comes some type of witchcraft here. He's mumbling words. He goes, what are you doing with all those words? What are you saying all that time? He says, no, no, don't worry, it's not, it's not uh, witchcraft. I'm davening, I'm praying it should come out good. <laughs> oh, then Batifa understood Yoyce's secret of success. Bayar Adoinov ki Hashem itoi. Shem Shemayim Shog Befiv. He's davening. And therefore, Bcholoshu Oisa Hashem Atzliach Biyodoi. Yosef was an Ish Matzliach because he was an Ish Mispalom. You know, I, I, I wish I could somehow make this Lemaisa. To give chizik and tefillah, somehow, if we could, even for a moment, see two pictures in our mind's eye. One picture of what I am. And one picture of what I would be if I were daven better. Because sometimes the contrast is so different that a person would just be moved to daven. That's what I could be? That's, I'm a victim of you won't be what you don't daven? That's me? He would, he would find it easy to wake up for shachris. He wouldn't need a crane pulling him out of bed in the morning. If someone knows, you know, I mean, let me ask you a practical question, you know. If Abchayim, a few years ago, would visit America, would you have to be catapulted out of bed in the morning to go see him? Do you have the earliest appointment? I remember like yesterday, a long time ago, I had a certain personal promise. I went to Bnei Brak, I went to visit Chaim's father, the stipler. People forget about the stipler was. And it was, it was late with Sari Shabbos during the summer, and the stipler was very old at the time. And they t- told us, you wait online, but if you close the shop, it's all over. And the line's going slowly. I was pretty much in the back of the line. And there was so much anxiety in my mind. They closed the door. I'm doomed. I was going home right away afterwards. And suddenly the door opened. And I went in. I spoke to the stipler. And at the different time, what he told me. But I tried to remember that when I dive in. Because I'm a shtickle. Hopefully I'm a shtickle mensch. A shtickle elachid. And as great as an audience with the stipler is, how much audience with Bari Oilam is? With the Barishlam's invitation is, Harchev, Picha, Vamalehu. So Rashi, 
Open your hearts, open your mind and tefillah. And Rashi's lush, if I'm not mistaken, tell him is, ask me, call Mishalei's Lipcha, Vamalehu, and I'll fill it if it's proper. Take a little bit of that excitement in seeing a Godel, in seeing Avinu Avarachamon. And maybe once you sent the Avinu Avarachamon, then Amarachim, Rachim Aleinu, takes on a different meaning. Because then you're going to feel that my Seder is totally in my davening. And my, my Mincha makes my afternoon. And I'm going to be a victim of not davening, not succeeding. I'm going to be a candidate for the Gemara's Haftacha, Habalei Halei Sagi. You know, the Rambam counts tefillah as one of the Tariyag mitzvahs. And the Ramban takes strong exception. It can't be. Why not? What's, what's, what's so unthinkable? Tefillah is one of the Tayag mitzvahs. So Ramban writes, because tefillah is a chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And it can't be considered a mitzvah. What a beautiful word to describe tefillah. Tefillah is of course a mitzvah. But it's a chesed. You have needs, I have all your needs. Harchev pichav amaleyu. The word for tefillah, the tzanaz of tefillah, is chesed. It's an appreciation of what tefillah is to my day, to my future. The Biskrav once said, if someone is sick and People are for him, actually. And there's a slight improvement. Don't go around saying he's better. Because by saying that, people will stop davening. And the one that said that is branded a roidif. At kandivri harav. Now, the rav, Mr. Rav, of all people, there was no superlatives. There was no, you know, there's no guzmoyas. Every word was emes. The Rav didn't say it's that disservice, it's pastinate. The Rav said someone that causes people to stop davening is a roidif. A roidif has a very strong halacha connotation. A roidif, you could go up and kill him. Why did the Rav choose, the Rav choose that word roidif? It's a very modern, a very powerful word. But in Adavar Reik, me By me, it's Boram, it's Referashi Gemara. In Ksubis, Top of Kuvdalid. The Mara says when Rebbe, Rabbi Makadish was battling for his life, a famous story, the Tachtoinim, the Yoinim were, were, were struggling who's going to win. So they were davening, of course, like Tamidim Davin for the Rebbe. And they let out a proclamation from the base Rebbe. Whoever said, whoever says that Rebbe is Nifta, Yudaka Bacherev. We're going to kill him. It's a plea. I mean, you like to be optimistic, but if Rebbe died, he died. What, what are you supposed to do? What's wrong with saying Rebbe died? Kill him. What did he do wrong? He just said the facts, the sad facts. Zok the Shita is the first piece. Look it up on the Kuvdalit. Zok the Shita, because the people don't know 
that Rebbe, still, that Rebbe died and they're still davening for him, maybe the koyach of the tefillah, Rebbe will be zoichet in the tchiyas ha-meisim. But once you say, it's all over, they'll stop davening. Do you hear what Devele Kimchayim is telling us? That when someone is already no longer alive, stopping to daven is a roidif, yudaka bacherif. And how about when someone's alive and you say, yeah, we can stop davening, he's okay. Isn't it literal that he's a roidif? Now, I don't mean that Allah Cholamaisa of the story. I mean the Amuna in Koyach HaTfila. The Oymik of Ani Tfila. The reality of Mava Ze'odom. But you know who was maybe a prime example of this awesome power of Tfila? It's Gemara and Brachis that Yud that we have to hear it and hear it over and over again. The Gemara says that the Navi came to Chizkiya and told him, Chizkiya, your time has come. He did some misdeeds and he says, you're gone. Now the Navi is talking. And you look at the Psukim, it's clear. This was unmistakable. The message was, it's all over. So what did Chizkiya do? Remember the Gemara? Chizkiya made his powerful statement, Afilu Cherev, Chada, even a sword, not a blunt sword, a sharp sword, not being waved in front of you, Munachas out Savari Shaladam on his neck. Al Yimna Adam and Arachamim. And he told the Navi in a polite way, Have a nice day, take your and go. I was Makabal, Afilucherev, Chadam, Munachas at Savari Shaladam, Ayisayish Adam and Arachamim. And the rest, like they say, is history. Chizkiah became a prime example of the Koyach of Tefillah. And he survived. I imagine Chizkiah, when he had time, would go from yeshiva to yeshiva and saying, look at me. I'm not not supposed to be here. But I need Tefillah. And every day, I'm a product of the Koyach of Tefillah. And why do we have to hear in yeshiva that the hardest job in yeshiva is to be a veka in the morning? Why don't you run? Why, why don't we at least start the day like Mr. Brewer says, Isn't that the same word like the Ramban's chesed of tefillah? If Abchaim would be in America and he would give you a half a moment of his time, You'd be eternally thankful. And the Barisham says, just ask. Now, of course, we have to have a mature approach to tefillah. Tefillah is our shtadlis in the best way. What the Barisham will decide for us, it's not in our hands. The answer is yes or no, but there's an answer. Because every tefillah is answered. And at least we could feel confident that we did our utmost. We did our Heshtadis and Hashem HaToiv Be'ein Evyasa.
But that's the sad part of it. There are people that don't know the Kayach of Tefillah. And unfortunately, the world that we live in, there are so many other alternatives, quote-unquote. We live in a world that protects you, you the right connections, a world full of schoolers that attracts so much of our attention. But what happened to the guaranteed koyach of tefillah to be the most important hishtadlus? Imagine if we take that that kite of, 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 what the, of, of what today's mincha will be for my night seder. I know Yidin, also a wealthy person. And once we're talking, that's a meal. He says, "You know something? I got to go to a meeting soon, so we have to be, we have to, we have to hurry." But you should know one thing: I have so many meetings during the week. My most important meeting of the week, on a daily basis, is every day early afternoon with nine other Yidin. So I see he's smiling. So I play along. I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "My most important meeting." is my mincha. Oh, wait. He says, I'll tell you why. He's a businessman, a business cop. He says, I have to make a decision what to do with my business that can make a difference of tens of thousands of dollars, literally. And I quote his words. Do you think I know what I'm doing? I don't know what I'm doing. But I daven good, give me das, to know what to do. I daven for panosa, I daven for das and panosa, so my decisions is the is the But the primius that's unnoticed is my tefillah. So my most important meeting is my tefillah. What a beautiful attitude. So he won't run out and miss the last Kaddish and Mincha because maybe it's the Heshve Rabbah that giving him his Hatzlacha. He's not going to be Meniach Esa Ika and Chapatafel. He's not going to run after a schooler when he has a school of all schools it's called Tefillah. Because schooler, Rashi says, means somebody that doesn't make sense. How, tell a businessman who went to the most prestigious colleges and say, you know what is the most important attribute of a businessman? He has to pray. Say, I don't get talking about it. I'm a business all these years. You gotta work hard, you gotta have business acumen, you have to this and that. And he's right. But he doesn't have a vino of Rahim that we have. That a person in the business world, the Baruch Alain, is more important than all his meetings. But that's the that's that's the, the Yitzhahara's greatest weapon. He gives credit where credit is not due. Business, it's skills. Torah. It's, you know, you know how to scream the loudest and <laughs> by a svar. But you know what the biggest sakana for Klai Yisrael is? When we have other mediums, other avenues to get our needs. And maybe Chizkia, from his own experience, realized that the most damaging Part of Klai Yisrael's daily experience is called the Sefer HaRafua. Because they no longer attach enough importance to the Rafa'inu. And they think that's what does the trick. 
And maybe the safer of all is the Chizkiya Paskin is a Roidif. Because it's denying Eden of Tefillah. Because even denying Tefillah of a person that already died is an Alachic Roidif of Yudaka Bacherev. And how much more so when a person has other avenues, quote-unquote, to get his needs. And Chizkiah with his great Das Torah and perhaps with his own experience, understood that this, more than the importance of the Sefer of Fuis, is a Sefer that's called a Siddur. Is the quality that's called Yiddish Atreren. It's the occasional crying by Avinu Avarachman that does more than all the Sefer of Fuis in the world. But this, the Sefer of Fuis was the Raidif of Kla Yisrael. And obviously, he was able to say at the end of his life, "Me sorry, Echza." When he was told, given ultimatum by the Navi, he was able to just ignore it because I have the safer of Tefillah. You know, in, in the world we live in, we Yiddish. This somebody called a person that a kendavanin. I don't mean that a kendavanin. He knows that for the Amit. But you know what I think the person was kendavanin means. He knows the importance of this tefillah for the rest of the day. He knows what the Kuzi writes that we can't forget. That is not coincidental that the Bernstein gave us. Three, the Chazal gave us three tefillahs and people have three meals a day because a person understands and experiences it that the breakfast gives them kaya for the morning and the lunch is the kaya for the afternoon and the supper is the evening and if he's fasting he's uh, not working with the fullest kayachas Zakta Kuzri davening has to be with the same appreciation the Shacharis is my morning. The Mincha is my afternoon. The Mayav is my evening. And for everything that's precious to me, Sagi. Mara speaks about in Zechdanida, about Torah, about Panasa, about children. And that's my point. Every davening counts. Every davening doesn't make a difference. It makes all the difference. It's whether I am zoicha to va'amalehu or I'm zoicha to avtacha ha'boleholoisagi. Now you're probably wondering, but I'm in yeshiva, and I know I see boys that make a lot of noise, the big lamdim, and they're learning. So I'm going to tell you, I'm a little older than you. I also saw that when I was your age. Make a lot of noise. But today is nothing of them. Because there's nothing of them. Because they just resigned themselves to the aftacha of Hobol Elisagi. Yes, perhaps it's even a Maisi to give us a certain image that, you know, you could be, you know, someone that, you know, they say, how is he? Oh, he's 
Gefaldig and learning. What happens if he doesn't have to learn Naisachas? Say, oh, oh, he's a good davener. As if, it, as if it's, it's godless in default. But the truth is, you'll see, and mark my words, you'll look back at those that make a lot of noise, except when they're sleeping in Teshachris, and they're very quiet. They're not going to make it. They can't make it. Yeah, maybe it's, it, it, it's something that, that misleads us. I don't know how to put it in words, but I can tell you that the greatest chesed you could do to yourself, the greatest service you could do to your future, is to become an ish mispalo. Because that is going to bring an ish matzliach. Baruch Hashem, you're young, and basically, what do you have? You get older, then you become another expression of you're confused about a shidduch and then about children, having children and raising children and panosa and where to live. And, and there are so many decisions that we make, so many meetings we have to have with people to see what to do. And then you see how helpless and how hopeless and how alone is the, someone that didn't learn in the yeshiva days that I'm never alone. And I'm never helpless. I'm not hopeless. I have a tefillah. I have a barom that says, And you pour besides your ishtadlus, but you pour it into your davening. A person that realizes that tefillah is his best friend. I'm trying to be very, very dramatic because that, that's the truth. It's the first response to all of our needs is the luckiest person in this world. And I don't mean to daven longer or louder. Not necessarily a mile. Not longer, not louder. But to be a yid was ken davenin. That he knows, for now, it's my... That's luck and learning. And one day, it's my everything. It's my total atzlacha. It's the Baruch Aleinu for Panasa, Rufa'enu for the sick person, and Shmakaleinu for any need. When a person feels that he's not functioning, he could connect to Slach Lanu Avinu, I'm going to start again. And it's all with, 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 the, with, the, with the closeness of Kashiyadabe Ish El Re'ehu. Amazing. So Sharm used those words. But you know what's the biggest reminder? A person with even a, a slightest amount of their cherets, you talk to your Rebbe, your Rosh Hashiva, the Manal, you don't say you. You say the Rav, Rosh Hashiva. And yet by us, Baruch Ato Hashem, Totally inappropriate. But you, buddy, buddy, Baruch Hu. What does Baruch Hashem mean? So it's a good question. The Medrash and Tilman the Pasik, Shibisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid, because the sheet of Shmuel that holds, you're not allowed to say Baruch Ato Hashem. It's disrespectful. Baruch Hashem. Why Ato? Why you? Why putting in you? Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, Melech and you finish the bracha. But Rav, Rav says, 
you have to say Baruch Atah Hashem, like the Pasuk says, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samit. That's the magic, you can look it up and tell him. What does that mean? Disrespectful? Right? So how does it, what Shivisi Shaychas? So maybe as a constant reminder, I think it's the Emes of Shat, the Barajim is telling us, I don't need the formalities. I don't, I don't even need the covet. I want you to understand that I need tefillah. I want you to really internalize that a tefillah is a sublime experience. But if you deflect it, Baruch Hashem, so you don't feel that dialogue, you don't feel that, that rapport, that personal relationship. 19 times in Shemineser, three times a day, and a sum total of 100 times a day, you're going to say, Baruch Ato Hashem. Because at every juncture of your life, when you win the lottery, you'll make a bracha, when you see something magnificent, you'll connect with the Baruch Hashem. A person will have a tragedy, I'll make a bracha, die in Emes, but at every juncture, he's not alone. A hundred brachas, a hundred reminders that you have an opportunity. When you meet someone that wasn't here to, this afternoon, ask him, when was the last time you spoke to the Baruch Shalom? So he'll say, are you a Zvizah Magdeman for Adla Yoda? I spoke to the Baruch Shalom, I don't know he, but he's wrong. Every Baruch Atta means you. You know, Chavz Chaim once said, the Taicha Baruch, I don't know. It's Gebenched, Brecha, like the Rajba says. The Taicha Atta, I know what it means. Atta means you. A hundred Baruches is a hundred declarations that it's all from you, Baruch, and I need you. You know, sometimes when my children were young, I would take them to shul and they would look playful. I guess I was also. And I would tell them, and I really felt it. I said, you know, if you want to play, you'd stay home. But you came to shul, you might as well daven. You're here anyhow, right? And I wish someone would tell that to me every morning. I'm in shul anyhow. I have this unique opportunity, Am I really taking advantage of it? Abiruchim, it's interesting, in the Agdama, the Chelik Beis of the Ashkachma Musa, incredible Agdama, it's good to see it. But his greatest Talmidim, including Abchaim Shvolevitz, Abchaim Vesaka, I mean, the list goes on of his Gedali Talmidov. He was nifted at a young age, he was in his early 60s. And they were, they were bereft, they were lost without him. So on the first year, they, all the Talmidim came together. And they try to take his most important lessons that he spent his life imparting with them. So they have a little bit about learning. It's beautiful, beautiful Agdama. But they write about tefillah. And he said, Rabbi Yochum never ended talking about tefillah is the tzuras ha-yeshiva. You hear that? I don't want to say this in this Hebrew Gemakam. But the insanity that has become that davening is not yeshivish. Maybe yeshivish is not the daven. It's got to be a London. 
Rabbi Yerucham said, that's the Tzuras HaYeshiva. And he said, Chazal didn't make a ziz kolduhu. They didn't make a move, a step, without davening. And he mentioned all the Gemaras when they went to America, special tefillah, when they counted their goyrin, you know, how much silo was, was of, of food was there. They counted, they made a tefillah. Tefillah's haderech. Learning before davening, before, uh, tefillah before learning, after learning. He said, the tzuras yeshiva is that a person has to daven. And he writes these words that are so penetratingly true. Ein lecha eisim, I'm not mistaken, the Lashon is, asher yitin revachim gedoylem. It gives so much dividends. Be'eni oichel shum p'nai k'may tefillah. There's nothing that gives such results without any extra time like tefillah. Haloi ben k'acha odem mispalom. A person diving anyhow. We call come to shul. If only he would give a little more hearts, a little more emphasis to the tefillah. He could become wealthy, of course he's talking about the real wealth, in an extraordinary way. You know, a, a bentaira in a yeshiva spends an hour and a half, up to two hours, depending on the, you know, Monday and Thursday, a little longer, minimum an hour and a half davening every day. You know what that is? But we're supposed to feel it's not enough. Because if my day has so many hours, how does an hour and a half work? But the Baruch Dein Berev Chasadav said it's enough. But we give that time. The embassy is, I really should, I mean, I think four speeches ago, I had no voice at all. And somehow, the Baruch gave me the voice. So I have, a, I have a right to ask you, if I could ask each and every one of you personally, to make today Bayes, Shmois, um, January 1st is a very insignificant date, but maybe you'll remember as such, that I that you made a change in your attitude to tefillah. That you embarked on a program to become an Ishmatzliach, because Ishmatzliach is only Shaykh when you're an Ishmaspalo. And you embarked on a p- plan to see every baruch ata Hashem, to feel the schus of davening. And you embarked in a plan to realize I need tefillah. And when I don't daven, it will be a hobbly holoisagi. A person has such potential, if only he knows the real key to success. And whatever he thinks is giving me his success has to be buried. Because that's the biggest right of Anizat I once had to speak to a rowdy group of campers during the summer. And they said, speak whatever you want, but not more than 15 minutes. And you hear that, you know, it's not going to work. So I decided, let me try. So I do what I always do. I davened. Marisham, give me the right... I don't have to talk about it, you know. I tell you, the shorter the better, then better not talk. But I had no choice. So this is what the Marisham gave me. So it's Matanam and Hashem. I told them, imagine, I heard you boys are very good. Anyhow, and the camp is giving, because you're so good, a trip there to Israel. Now, this is a few years ago. And this is something called a Concorde jet, which is a magnificent jet that can get there to I think, in six hours. I think they outlawed it since they banned it. But then it was still in existence. 
I said, imagine if your, your director says, okay, we're going to Eretzrol tomorrow in recognition of all your great learning. So obviously, it's a, yeah, it's a call of a breakout, right? So we're up the next day, 12 o'clock, shop. The jet lands on the front lawn of the camp. So you decide, you know, getting the front seat, you jump on the plane. This is real. Okay, prepare for takeoff. Just then, the pilot gets on, terribly embarrassed. It's never happened in my life. But I forgot to refuel. And you can't go without fuel. Now, but don't worry, I already radioed a technician. They're going to send someone. They're going to do it manually, right here. Within an hour, we'll be in the air. But don't get off the plane because it'll just waste more time. What would you do in that hour that you can't get off the plane and you have nothing to do, nothing in your hands to do? What would you do in that hour? So everybody's looking around, you know. That's what they say. I said, you know what I would do? I would think. Imagine this. This plane was worth millions of dollars, probably billions. It could do the impossible. Fly there in six hours. But without fuel, it's not going anywhere. Now, I don't know the cost of fuel versus the cost of the plane, but it, it's a tiny fraction. It's almost bottled. But Elif Alafim, what could fuel cost already? Who knows about fuel? Who sees the fuel? It's very unappealing, the fuel. But this magnificent jet that can reach the greatest heights is not going anywhere without fuel. That's the story of me and you. Miyala Bahar Hashem. We all want to reach Maila Mola in Ruchni is in Taira in Avoida. But without Tfila, when I, without the fuel that's sometimes invisible, we're not going anywhere. And that's what Ruchim was talking about. It's the Tsuris HaYeshiva. But I'm going to add one point. Now is the time to be Kaina that appreciation. Many years ago, I was giving a share in a certain shul. The Rav had, you know, not the greatest Balabatim, and he was very angry at me. Why? Because I'm an yeshiva, he's a Rav. He said, the Balabatim come to me, they're a year out of yeshiva, and, and you know, they're, they're mamish and pa- their davening is almost non-existent. They, they come the last, leave the first. Davening, l'shlish, l'via, l'mechza, l'shamanu, you know, they just... They don't take davening seriously. Aren't you machanach, the boys in tefillah? And maybe he's right. Maybe we have to hear at this point that the greatest service you could do to yourself and your future, your aliyah Bahar Hashem is to now, when it's, when, it, when it's much easier, when you have a yeshiva like this that puts an emphasis on tefillah, to become an ish misfalo. Now, when you have the clarity to grow in, in tefillah more and more to become an ish misfalo, because that is the answer to all your needs. That's the right address. But again, I don't like saying things without making lemaisa. I could ask each and every one of you, Pasha has a chesed. Hopefully I get my voice back for tomorrow. But make some Kabbalah to improve davening. Now, whatever it is, that's up to you. You know what you need. If for some people, it's getting there on time. So think about that. You, every day, you're using the, the time to catch up. 
And they go, I have no gishmak and davening. What do you expect? You're a racer. Yeah, yeah, davening. For some people, they don't know what they're saying. Learn Pirish Hamilois. Learn a safe about it. But imagine if every bacha here in a month from now looks back and says, you know, I started my Aliyah Bahar Hashem by becoming a better Ish Mispalo. What a schust I would be to each and every one of you. But not to be another victim of going through the system and beating the system because you're only beating yourself. There's so much that in our life is totally in tefillah. Let us remember the, the greatest chesed, the one word synonymous with tefillah, chesed is tefillah. And if each makes a Kabbalah, yes, the Imana writes a Messiah. Once you have one step, you want another step. You'll be zaychatak to become anshe mispalalim. And the Barsham should give us Thank you.